How is it that there are independent musicians out there who have no ties to any big record labels or financial backing able to get their music heard by millions of people and live out their dreams of being full-time musicians? That's the question, and on this podcast, we will discover the answers together. I'm Leezy the Gifted, and this is the Music Mastery Podcast. What's going on, everybody? You're here with another episode of the Music Mastery Podcast with your host, Leezy the Gifted. Episode 33, day 33. Yes, sir, I'm flexing. I've gone 33 days in a row, putting out a podcast. It's crazy, man. The goal is to get to 366 days in a row. The goal is to get to 366 days in a row. I think I'm going to do it. I'm feeling good. I've kind of made podcasting very, very routine, very much regular for me. Uh, I do think eventually I'm going to need to start... uh, front loading like I actually record an episode every day I don't record like two or three in a day and then schedule them I don't know why sounds like a lot of work I'm just gonna I think doing them every day is less work anyway uh so I want to talk to you guys today about how basketball has shaped my life and how basketball has shaped me as a musician because you know this podcast I really got you know kind of revamped the podcast because you know for those of you if this is your first time listening or maybe you just haven't heard this but um, my first podcast that I started was called Big Talk with Leezy, and I started it July 2018, and I did a uh, did a new episode once a week for till like now. I mean, until whatever it was, uh, April, April 2020, and then but but then I upped it to doing once a day, and I I made a new a new new title, Music Mastery Podcast. Started it new, um, but. You know, this podcast is really more about documentation and it's more about kind of giving you perspective on on what I'm doing because basically the value that I want to bring for the podcast for you listening is I want you to get an understanding of what it takes to be an independent musician and the struggles that we go through. And I think the other cool thing is, you know, shoot, I personally think I'm going to blow up. But like, what if I blow up, you know, make it huge and end up becoming rich off rap. It'd be pretty cool to look back at these episodes like, damn, this was before he blew up. This was when he was in the garage. This is when, you know, he was using his iPhone as a camera, right? Like, I want to look back on these and be like, damn, like, you know, maybe this is the beginning. This could be the beginning of the blow up because I'm doing an episode every day. So the point is, this episode, I'm going to be talking to you guys about something a little more personal to me, but it does relate. And it's how basketball has shaped me as a musician. So when I was two years old um, was when I first grabbed the basketball. And I was in my living room. I, I don't remember this. I have videos of it. I was in diapers, and my mom and dad had gotten me a play school hoop, a little plastic play school hoop. And I was, you know, I like to say I was dunking in diapers. I love the game of basketball since then. And, you know, when I was eight years old, my mom put me in a basketball camp that just completely changed it all for me called Excel Basketball Camp run by Frank Alaco Sr., Brian Sullivan, and Frank Alaco Jr. And I went to that camp when I was eight years old and it just completely changed everything for me because I just fell in love with the camp and the camp made me fall in love with basketball even more. And, you know, there's three, three, I mean, I learned so much from that camp. It's hard to say everything I've learned, but there was three main quotes that Coach Frank Alaco Sr., would say, and I, and I wanted to share them, and you know, I'm going to talk about more than just these three quotes, but 
Number one, be comfortable being uncomfortable. Be comfortable being uncomfortable, right? We used to do camp in the summertime. And, you know, nowadays we do camp at the ultimate field house. The entire camp is inside. But we used to do camp, half it was inside and half it was outside during the summer. So it was hot. And Coach Laco always was telling us stay hydrated, make sure you bring a water bottle, sunscreen, all that. But he also said, hey, sometimes, yes, it's going to get a little uncomfortable. We don't want anyone to get hurt, so make sure you're hydrated. But you are going to get a little uncomfortable sometimes. You know, you are going to feel hot and not want to work out, but you got to be comfortable being uncomfortable. And that quote has stuck with me even till now I'm 26. It's been 18 years since I heard that quote and it has stuck with me because everything I do with music is about being comfortable, being uncomfortable. I love making music. I love making music. As you know, I'm obsessed. I'm obsessed with making music. I'll sacrifice sleep. I'll sacrifice time with loved ones. I'll sacrifice hanging out with my friends so that I can make music. But I want to make music my career. And when you want to tie money to something, you got to do things that you don't want to do. You know, I'll give you an example. I love doing a podcast, but it's kind of hard doing it every single day. I'm not going to lie, but I'm comfortable being uncomfortable. You know, almost every day I wake up and do something I don't want to do every day. I, first of all, waking up early, I wake up at about 6.30. I need to start doing earlier. I'm going to start doing 5.30 with no snooze. Um, maybe I'll just do 6.30, no snooze. Nope. That's that weak voice. 5.30, 5.30, no snooze. Um, but I wake up early. I exercise, which I don't want to do. I want to wake up and just read. I just want to wake up and relax and read and drink coffee in the morning. No, I wake up, I go exercise. Start the day off doing something you don't want to do. It's going to make you feel strong. It's going to make you feel confident. And I'm in the garage right this second, and it's freaking hot in the garage. I don't want to be in here. But I know that recording on this microphone is the best quality, and I like being uncomfortable because it kind of makes me feel a little bit tougher, and I like it. So, you know, just ripped my shirt off, got a little bit more comfortable, got some awesome Zico coconut water here, which uh, it's actually my first time trying this stuff out. I'm going to take a sip with it. Mmm. Damn it, I just broke a rule Grant Cardone said. Don't ever shout out a brand if they're not paying you. I'm drinking coconut water. Very good stuff. I want my own coconut water one day. I want to be sponsored by coconut water. So be comfortable being uncomfortable. All right. By the way, I could do a whole podcast on these three quotes, and I maybe I will one day. But number two, if you're not getting stronger, you're getting weaker. That's my mom's favorite quote from Coach Alaco as well. If you're not getting stronger, you're getting weaker. Black and white. It's black and white. You're either getting stronger or you're getting weaker. And listen, if you aren't improving, you are. So like if you're doing something and you're staying the same, you're getting weaker. Staying the same is the same as getting weaker. Okay. Now, that's a complex. It's not a complex concept. It's not. You're either getting stronger or you're getting weaker. Okay. But. I will say this, that kind of stuff, I'll take to the extreme. So like if I spend any time at all not working, I feel like I'm getting weaker and it freaks me out, which you like, <laughs> you, you can't do that. Like you, you got, you go have, go have fun. You can go blow off steam. You can go have fun. You can go blow off steam. You can spend time with your family. You can go do all the wild, crazy shit you want to do. As long as you get your work done, you get the job done at a high level. Go exercise or go go have fun. I used to think I couldn't have fun because I thought I was getting weaker. It's not true. 
You need that time. So, but here's what I will say. If you went a whole day and you didn't do something to get yourself stronger, you got weaker that day. That's real talk. So you're either getting stronger or you're getting weaker. And number three, I want to say it in the Coach Alaka way and then I'll translate. But what Coach Alaka used to say is the All-American gives 100% when no one's watching. The All-American, an All-American is a, a, a high-level college player. So let's, you know, the, real, the, the quote is, the greats give 100% when no one is watching. That, oh my gosh, that actually, to be honest with you, I think that might be the most powerful quote to me. I constantly, when I do music, am by myself. I'm by myself right this second. And am I being lazy? No, I, I could right now, I could go watch TV. I could go read. I could call somebody on the phone and just talk. I could just screw off right now. No, but you know what I do? I'm here recording this podcast because I put it in my journal. I put it in my power list. And I'm not just going to give a half-assed podcast. I'm going to give it everything I got, right? I'm going to give you a full episode. Every episode is a full episode. Every day is a full day. But my, everything I do is by myself. I don't have people holding me accountable. I don't have a boss. I mean, I work for ASA Prime. And like, so Frankie is my head coach, but I'm not even talking about that, right? That's a whole nother environment. I'm talking about the music stuff, right? I don't do anything with anybody watching over me. This is all me. And so if you're not able and like, dude, I get DMs from artists. Like, let me see if I find one. I love pulling out DMs and reading them. Like, dude, I, I get DMs. Yeah, I got one. Oh, yeah, I got one right here. So basically this person was like, I, you know, put music away for a while. I still think I have what it takes. I just need to be pointed in the right direction. That's what someone said to me. Okay, look, dude. No, you don't. Like, you don't need to be. You need to point yourself in the right direction. There's a lot. I'm not, and I don't think you listening, like, I think most of you listening are pretty serious about what you're doing. But you guys know who I'm talking about. It's those people who feel like they need other people's support. You don't. You need to be able to do something as hard as you can without anybody ever watching you. That's the realest stuff you could possibly get from me. Okay? So, basketball, basketball taught me a lot. Basketball taught me about leadership, good and bad. It taught me about how to work hard. It taught me about dedication. It taught me about determination. You know, I, a good story, um, this is a great learning lesson for me. One of one of my other, eh, you could say failures, but I learned a lot from it. It wasn't really a failure. But my summer going into my senior year of high school, all right, I want to try out for the varsity team. I hadn't played varsity yet. So I want to play varsity my senior year. And I spent every single day, summer vacation, I would, I would work, not every day, I think I would take one day off, but I would do, dude, literally four to six hours of basketball. I would spend an hour lifting, I'd spend an hour dribbling, and I'd spend two hours shooting. And sometimes I would go play pickup games for an hour or two hours as well. So it was four to six hours every single day, every day. I went hard, but what I learned from it was I was too late. I should have been doing stuff like that. Eighth grade going into my freshman year of high school and every single summer then. I would have been hella good if I did that, but I didn't. I waited too long. But the point is, it taught me about how to work hard, what it takes to be dedicated. So that summer, that was a summer where I learned and I built something. I look back at that summer and I go, dude, if I could do that, I could do anything. And then look what I did. I ended up completing the 75 hard program which was invented by Andy Frisella on the MFCEO project. 
so I did that. That was the hardest thing I've ever had to do. And even before that, I've completed two half marathons. I've done things that have required hard work. And so that's something that I learned from basketball and Excel. Hard work. Okay. The next, you know, and so, and so the reason I said that that summer was almost a failure is because my senior year, I was a bench warmer. I barely played my senior year of high school. I didn't play that much. So it was a failure, but it wasn't because I learned something from it. Uh, the next was, you know, after that, I went to Chico, uh, DVC and then I went to Chico State and I was the team manager on the Chico State basketball team. Oh, my God. What an, what an amazing experience that was. I learned from Coach Greg Klink. He's the head coach at Chico State. That's high level leadership. I learned it from Coach Alaco Sr. I learned it from Coach Sullivan. I learned it from Coach uh, Frank Alaco Jr. But also getting to be that close to a coach. I wasn't, I was very close. I was, I mean, I was at their camps, but I didn't get, I didn't like go to De La Salle, which is where Coach Alaco Sullivan and Coach Alaco Jr. coach. I didn't get to really be with them that much. I only got to be with them during the summer. But with Coach Clink, I was, you know, alongside him and the whole team for three years. I was there and I got to experience high level leadership up close. And, you know, I don't know if you guys know, you know, I'm reading, I read this book. I talk about it all the time called Relentless by Tim Grover. Um, I love this book. And there's a concept in there called coolers, closers, and cleaners. And I'm not going to explain it all, but Coach Clink is an example of a cleaner, a real, real life cleaner. So are those other three gentlemen that I mentioned like a, a bunch of times. So great to be alongside a guy who's like that high level. And the other thing too at Chico State I learned is it really shows that whoever works the hardest gets the furthest along. When you get recruited to Chico, like Chico's a Division Two, and people think, oh, Division Two, that's not that high level. It actually is. Um, the guys who go there are good. A lot of them are actually Division One players who, you know, maybe they just got passed up, or some of them just didn't get good grades. Actually, we had a guy named Mike Bethea, who was a Division One player. He played at Grambling. And he was going to start his senior year, but but he's like, he didn't want to be on the team because they sucked. He's like, I'd rather be on a winning team. And he looked for schools and found Chico State and found out how good of a school we were and transferred from a Division One, and didn't start. Didn't start and transferred from a Division One. So just crazy, you know, crazy how how high level it is actually. And people who graduate from Chico, like the basketball players, a lot of them go pro. So, but it really goes to show that when you get recruited there, I've, I've noticed everybody has an equal chance to shine. Now, yes, there are things that help if you're super tall, if you're athletic, but there, I've seen guys who are really tall and athletic who don't end up doing very well at Chico. In fact, they, they, they leave, they transfer or they quit. I've seen it. And it shows that whoever works the hardest gets the further furthest along you know um man i mean i can name tons of different players there who i knew played at a high level and it was because they they worked hard and i also learned like some players couldn't take not getting playing time like a lot of players like quit because they weren't getting playing time they caught a nasty attitude instead of working harder and pushing themselves they ended up quitting or transferring and a lot of players didn't know how to balance everything. Chico State, it's a party school. So there's a lot of parties going on all the time. And it's a very open party environment. Um, and what I mean by that is schools like what I've heard, San Diego State, you have to be in a fraternity if you want to party. If you're not in a frat, you're not going to party. 
Chico is not like that. Chico State is like, we're all trying to have fun together. We're all trying to party. And we're all just trying to be safe. And we're not trying to hurt each other. We're not trying to get into fights. Everyone's just trying to have a good time. The whole city, the whole town is like that. So it's hard when you're a basketball player. You're like one of the most, that's like the most popular group at school is the basketball team. And a lot of players, it's hard already to balance out your life with school and basketball, going to classes, doing your homework, going to practice, working on your game extra, games, traveling, all that, and partying. And a lot, I've seen players fall victim to the party lifestyle and they let their dark sides take over and they couldn't get the job done. So I learned a lot about that as well. I learned about, you know, how to balance out your life. And I talked about balance either last episode or the episode before. Um, it, balance is important because there are a lot of aspects to your life and you need to know how to make sure that you got everything in check. And so it's clear I have a lot of love for basketball. And right now I coach for a basketball program called Advanced Skills Academy Prime, ASA Prime. Um, it's the best job I've ever had. I've learned so much in these three years I've coached for ASA Prime. Uh, from being close, see now I'm close to Coach Frankie. Before I wasn't close to Coach Frank Alaco Jr., but now that I work for him, I'm very close to him, and I learned so many things from him and how to set a culture and how to lead and how to hold people accountable and how to communicate effectively with people, how to work hard, how to be dedicated. I learned so much from him. So, you know, and now too, fitness plays a huge role in my life, not just basketball, right? Because I don't really play organized basketball like I used to. I mean. Before the coronavirus, I was playing basketball every single morning at 24-Hour Fitness, and the coronavirus kind of stopped that. So I haven't been hooping, but I've been taking my fitness extremely seriously. And it made me realize something. I learned that to become wealthy, you would you don't really have to be in good shape. I mean, depending on your d definition of wealth. I've learned and I've heard that you could earn, you could be a seven figure earner, like earn a million bucks and not be in very good shape and be like kind of overweight and fat. Like it can happen. In fact, I've heard it from Andy Frisella, uh, Charlie Jabley. Uh, I heard it from one other guy on YouTube. I can't remember. But so, but here's what I can say if somebody's in great physical shape, even if they're not wealthy, let's say they're not, you don't have a lot of money. If someone's in really good physical shape and you can tell that they take a lot of good care of their body, it does say something about that person's work ethic and about their personality. You should give them that credit at least, that they're able to keep up their body. Because it's not easy. You know, it's not easy to be in good shape. It's not easy to keep up. You know, and I, I'm, I'm in okay shape. I think I can get in better shape. But just to get to the point I'm at now, where I'm, I'm in better shape than I was a few months ago, it was hard. You know, I had to go on an extreme program called 75 Hard and I have to constantly maintain it. I have to watch what I eat. I got to exercise every day. I mean, it's not easy. So somebody who exercises a lot, you can tell a lot about their work ethic, you know, and especially if they're not on an organized team. Like if you're just like an exercise person, but you're not on a pro team, you're, you actually have to push yourself to do it. That goes to show a lot about somebody's personality. That's why fitness plays a huge role in my life because I want to have a great personality. I want to be a strong person. Mentally, I want to be in the right level. And I want to be unstoppable. And I realized that I'm not part of a team. I mean, I am. I'm on ASA Prime, but I'm talking about with my fitness. I'm not part of a team. I'm not, you know, I don't have a coach breathing down my neck telling me to work out. Right? I got to do it all myself. And so I got to just push myself harder. And, you know, one thing for sure I'll say is for me, when it comes to finding a romantic partner, I got to have somebody who cares about exercise and exercises. 
they don't necessarily need to exercise as much as I do. You know, you know, she doesn't need to be going and doing 75 hard, although it'd be pretty sick. Um, but doesn't have to, but she does need to take her physical fitness seriously. I don't want to be with somebody where I need to force them to work out or I feel like I need to push them to go do something fitness related. I don't want to, I'm not, it won't happen. It, I, I won't even, it won't even go past the first date. Like it w- might not go past the second date. I'm not doing it. If you're not into physical fitness at all and like, and you you might be thinking, well, what if she's the all around package? Like I'm even thinking that, like, what if she's the all around package, but she doesn't exercise. She's not the all around package then simple as that. If you're not into working out, if you're not into physical fitness, I'm not saying you have to be a bodybuilder. I'm not saying you have to be obsessive about your diet. No, I'm just saying you have to be serious about it in some way. You got to care about it. And if you don't, it's not, you're not the girl for me. It's not happening. It's not happening. If we're not going to exercise together, it's going to be hard. Like, what if I want to go on a hike with you or we should go on a run or it, it's just a good thing to do together. So anyway, fitness plays a huge role in my life. And basketball has shaped my life a lot. And, you know, I think what I'll end up doing is I'll take those three quotes from the beginning. I might make entire episodes off just those quotes. So, hey, that about wraps it up for today. I appreciate you so much for listening. If you haven't already, subscribe to the podcast. Leave a rating and review. It would mean a whole, whole, whole lot to me. And share this episode with a friend. Share an episode that you found value with. Uh, that you found value in with a friend. If you want to get in direct contact with me, shoot me a DM at Leezy the Gift, and I'm very active on Instagram. You can also, if you're a rapper and you want some free beats, go to five, the number five, freebeats.com. That's fivefreebeats.com. You can get yourself five free beats. You'll be on my email list. In June, right now it is May 21 or May 22. Uh, in June, I'm going to be, or around sometime in June, I'm going to be releasing a brand new beat pack. It's going to be a great bundle. It's going to have a lot of beats and a couple of awesome free bonuses that I think could help any musician. And you don't even have to be a rapper. And um, if you want to know more about it, you go to 5freebeats.com. You sign up for my email list. That way, you'll know. Because I'm going to put it out to my email list first before I run ads to it, before I share it with other people. So if you're on my email list, you'll be the first one to know about it. And I'm only going to leave spots open like for a limited time. So make sure you're on it. All right. Uh, other than that. Oh, and also brand new vlog coming out every single week called Leezy's Life. Go to my YouTube channel. Type in Leezy the Gifted. You can subscribe to my YouTube channel and uh, you'll be able to see the weekly videos there. All right. Hey, guys, that about wraps it up for tonight or for today. Thank you so much for listening and I will talk to you tomorrow. Peace. Visions of a legend you can never tie me down Remember when they hated on me but they like me now Tripping way too heavy, gotta wipe me down Living in the club, they try to strike me down Visions of a legend, visions of a legend